The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Breaker Breaker 1-9, this here is ReviewParty.com, trucking down a rig down the California IA-42, uh, uh, over. Yeah, hi, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> this is, this is Big Brent on the, on the, on the CB over here. Oh, okay, this is Matt Echo. <laughs> Matt Echo. You gotta say over, Matt, or I, over. I don't know when to start. Now, this year on the review party, the semi-truck, we got all types of stuff, mostly reviews. We got them from Google. All right, we got them over there from Amazon, okay? I'm nodding. We get them from all over. It's uh, it's a convoy. <sighs> the convoy going across the country. You know, sometimes the convoy's got to stop and just do circles around Washington, D.C. <laughs> but, you know, don't take up all them lanes. You don't want to mess nothing up, but you do. Want to have yourself a little parade? You know, sometimes we'll do a couple laps for you before we get these reviews out to the people. Now, now, uh, trucker, trucker, mad echo, echo breaker six. You got yourself a little review to start this round up. up. I do, I do. Let's get to, this. Is after all this, the podcast that looks at internet reviews and makes fun of them. So, well, yeah, that's that's what I said. Let's do it. <laughs> that's what I said. I have a Google Maps review for the Bona. Uh, that that's Bona Beef for those laymen's. That's a, a an Italian beef restaurant Bone in the Chicagoland area. This is the Saint Charles Bona. <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, Google user Lanky Ninja writes. Bona is pretty fire, and I'm glad they ended up putting one at this location. We usually like getting the salads here with extra Italian beef on top. <laughs> the presentation when you pull it out of the bag, too, is just mouthwatering, too. Looks so fire. I also felt a little frisky the other night and ordered oh. their Chicago-style hot dog for some reason. It was actually pretty dang good for a quick bite. Five stars. <laughs> uh, I'll start with the hot dog, you know. Nothing gets me hungry for a hot dog like a frisky mood. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. The friskiness, it's just like, you know, anger leads to hate. Hate leads to anger, to the dark side. Friskiness leads to hot dog. I, I Give me a second. I believe there was some photographic evidence attached to this review that shows just how frisky Lanky Ninja was. Because <laughs> it's probably because it's fucking good, dude. I'll tell it you. It is. It is. Here's a picture of their salad with Italian beef on top, which is a frightening concept for me. Yeah, that's the next point I was going to get to. Uh, but <laughs> but before, me... before we get there, I will send you the picture of this man's Chicago-style hot dog. 
For those non-Chicagoland area listeners, Chicago-style hot dogs are famous for being, uh, quote, run through the garden. That means they have mm-hmm. lots of, quote, vegetables on them. <laughs> and when I say, quote, <laughs> I mean you've got neon green relish. You've got a pickle. You've got sports peppers. You've got tomato. You've got chopped onion. You've got some celery salt on there. And you've got mustard, uh, ideally and, with a poppy seed bun. Mm-hmm. And you're mustard, all Mustard, but not ketchup, motherfucker. Not ketchup. Not ketchup. That is a no-no. It's kind of a mystery uh, as to what is on Lanky Ninja's hot dog, because uh, if you reference the picture, what do you see? (laughs) There are some tomatoes poking out, but it is from underneath a bacon blanket, which is running across (laughs) the top. I mean, I know some hot dogs have bacon. They incorporate bacon's hip. I don't Mm -hmm. know if anyone's ever heard that people like bacon. Uh we may have talked about it once or twice. I don't know. But what what is a slice of bacon draped across this Chicago-style hot dog? I am out of yeah, my you, mind. The ideal application is you wrap the dog and cook it with the bacon, right? That's yes. great. You get that devil dog going. But I would have settled for, instead of blanketing over the top, sort of credit carding it in there with the other yeah, ingredients. Yeah, you just sort of slide it in like it's in your your George Costanza wallet. You pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm, like a delicious hammy bookmark between the tomatoes <laughs> and the peppers. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I think I see some green paste maybe down there by the bottom. I definitely see the mustard, no ketchup. We're going to trust that this is an authentic dog underneath that bacon. Which, if I mean, if that's your prerogative, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. I, I do agree it is a preposterous uh, placing of the bacon, but I can't hate on the bacon addition. Bacon no, makes no. anything better. The better, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So let's move on to the other uh, <laughs> culinary uh, gastro gastro system uh, assassination <laughs> that they're trying to pull off here and that could be none other than the italian salad with extra italian beef now how much italian beef do you have to add to a salad before it's just a sandwich with no bread <laughs> just, you know sort of a naked sandwich or whatever you'd call right, it right right an unwitch as, as some people <laughs> refer to them that name's stupid it is it is (laughs) but yeah how much i mean if you double down the the ratio has to get pretty shockingly away from salad i'm looking at the picture there's it looks like a hefty amount of shredded cheese that goes in this salad have uh, there could be bacon if i'm not mistaken (laughs) in this salad (laughs) so yeah it's like people who put a bunch of sugar in their tea. You get a, oh, oh, you want some coffee with that? <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, seriously, that's pro- that's bad for your health? <laughs> you're making a very clear and conscious decision, which I think is offensive. Yeah, I guess it's probably just Bona doing the best they can. They're like, oh, God, people want a healthy option? I don't, God, can, we sell, can we sell that? I'd put I some know from working at it. Chipotle... The the double meat, the very popular double meat option is a money-making machine. Yeah? Yeah. The, okay. I mean, the meat is more expensive than the things they don't charge for. Obviously. But that doesn't mean they're not running away with half a burrito's price every time you want some more steak mm. in there. You know? Doesn't mean I still don't do it from time to time, but... <laughs> 
It's just not the point. See, I'm I'm always getting the chicken Caesar and just hunting for the chicken. Doing my best to save enough chicken to the end so I can just yeah. eat chicken at the end. That ratio got to be perfect. Yeah, but I would I would feel bad. Imagine ordering from a restaurant, getting a salad, and putting extra meat in it. I just can't imagine it. At the end, you're just eating strips of meat. I don't know. Yeah, I would rather get a salad and then just get a sandwich. Stop lying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have the, the salad to start off with. Have the salad instead of the piece of chocolate cake at the end. Mm. But Tough. don't be putting extra beef of all the the proteins <laughs> on your salad. That's wild. It's, it's fire. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> all that being said, I'm sure it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Extra yeah. Italian dressing, extra beef. Let's go. I got a review here. Yeah, let's go to another review. You got one. You got one. This is a review from Amazon for Umiku Water Beads 50,000 Soft Beads Rainbow Mix Water Growing Balls for Kids Tactile Sensory Toys Home Decor. (laughs) Uh, This is some off-brand Orbeez, as they are commonly known. Yep. Little rubber, they feel like little uh, rubber plastic balls, but they, they expand when you put them in water. They're highly wow. absorbent. And they're, they're hawked as a sensory toy, since that's oh, the Oh, sure. Is it also, quote, stem? Get out of here. Well, let's find out. Nikki has a lot to say about it, and maybe this one's only funny to me because I was very goofy tired. Okay. Overtired, goofy, however you want to call it, when I read it, but I think it's pretty good. Uh, Nikki Leonardo titles their review Thorough review of multiple brands on size, price amount, and value. See my chart. Oh boy. I have been hunting for the best value of water beads by final volume. I have tried a handful of different brands. After I weeded some out based on the price quantity per pound ratio, I took the time to go detailed because I want to fill up a plastic kids pool, but one pound of one brand does not equal the same volume as a pound of another brand because there are variations in size. I have found more smaller than marble size brands than I have found marble size brands. You can see my spreadsheet for the real breakdown, and then I have pictures of comparisons. The two brands that I had on hand when I decided to do this were Marvel Beads and Viveria. Or what is that? Vivria. Vivria. You can see how the bigger beads take up more space in the jar. This isn't perfect. It's logical. And hopefully you can know what to look for and find the right product because these listings are pretty misleading. She gives Umiku beads a uh, three out of five stars. And of course, pictured, she has uh, the two brands next to a penny for comparison. Okay. Vivria looking pretty thick, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has several uh very reminiscence of some sort of drug deal going on she's got a food scale with the different beads and different forms uh very official and then of course she has her spreadsheet of the different beads and it looks like umiku just does not even come close is half (laughs) the volume 
of Vivria here. So yeah, quite the doozy of a review. I found it crazy for many reasons, but I had to include it. Many reasons for sure. I think uh, a tantamount among them is how deftly she just swept under the rug. I'm trying to fill a children's pool with these things. Right. But anyway, the data. Let's get to the data. (laughs) We almost go into a normal review. That one line was a portal to a, a lovely review about having fun. With the family, with a kitty pool full of Orbeez. Orbeez gone wrong. That's like Jurassic Park. You didn't stop to ask whether you should. <laughs> you just want to know whether you could. I, that's not the right quote, but you get what I'm saying. See, the that I, I thought we would go here, but not this quick. The reason I had Orbeez on the brain is because I watched a video of a, a French guy back when the Orbeez was booming fill his bathtub with three of these containers. I don't know if it was the same brand, but I know they were uh, Mm 50,000 count, like Mm -hmm. these ones, and he filled three of them into his bathtub. For those keeping score, that's 150,000 Orbeez in his bathtub. It's a lot of uh, orbs. And guess guess how he tried to get rid of the Orbeez when uh, he was done with his little yeah, TikTok. You wash them right down. <laughs> wash them right down the drain. And he said, I think these are drain safe. I think these are home indoor plumbing safe. Drain uh, right out. Uh, the next video guy. is him uh, lifting his toilet seat to reveal that the Orbeez had uh, spread naturally through his plumbing into his toilet. And his toilet was now also overflowing. And uh, they're also bubbling up from the sink. Pretty sure I've seen this too. I don't know how much of it is 100% legit, but I know that this mm. has been an issue in some places. This uh, He thinks that it spread throughout the plumbing in the city. That couldn't okay. have been true because uh, the, the community he lived in didn't don't doesn't have connected plumbing like that. Oh, the dope. You got... You're in unincorporated France, you mm. dingus. <laughs> You're on a septic system. It was true that it wrecked his whole ass bathroom. <laughs> that is true. What do you think the what kind of face the plumber made at him when he uh when he showed him that one? Oh. Just kind of a oh. <laughs> the old Frenchman, the classic oh. Frenchman hall. Oh. Yeah. Uh. And he slapped him with a baguette. <laughs> and it was his lunch. So he was really pissed to get rid of that baguette. It cracked in half. The top half of the baguette fell in the tub and was consumed by the Orbeez beast that he created. Yeah. The Orbeast, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> People need to stop. People need to stop. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> if you want to try and be famous... <sighs> There are so many things you could do that aren't potentially destructive. <laughs> I mean, I what I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, damn, I hope this video went viral enough to pay for your plumbing bills, bro. <laughs> it was a really nice bathroom, too. I was, that was sort of the, the hardest part for me. Like, I wish I had that bathroom. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ruin it by filling the tub with Orbeez. I would take nice baths. Yeah, I don't know. Just get some... You get some chemicals, get some green gobbler, pour it down there, get some lye, pour it down. He did have a video of him pouring salt down it. 
Oh, and then yeah. Like, they, Everyone knows. And Orby's an Orby is like a slug. Its natural it, enemy is salt. It Maybe did go down and then uh his sink gurgled brown water back up at him. So Yeah, cuz the salt is You got to use water to dissolve the salt then. You're just forming a sludge, a bio sludge, <laughs> you fool. Like I said creating a monster. He's got a 1980s <laughs> Uh, this is a sci-fi thriller on his hands here. There are a lot of bad 1980s, 1970s horror movies. And... It's going to take yeah, more Sigourney be... Weaver and her panties to fix this little plumbing disaster. It takes... I don't know. I'd watch it on Svengoolie, I tell you that much. <laughs> watch it on sci- the Sci-Fi Channel at 2pm on a Saturday. Oh, good times. Got the, got the crappy dub because it's in French. <laughs> yeah, but you've never seen it before, so you watch. Kind of, you kind of end up rooting for the Orbeez monster in the end, don't you? You love those those types of movies that make you rethink everything. I have a review. <laughs> <laughs> I could go into a review of a movie that makes you rethink everything, but I won't. I'll I'll, I'll use this Amazon review of Act Kids Anti Cavity Fluoride Rinse Pineapple Punch sixteen point nine fluid ounce accurate dosing cup alcohol free it's i guess they say fluoride rinse uh, i was gonna say it's strange that they never say mouthwash it's in, a freaking mouthwash name. Yeah. i clicked on the listing when it was when it was the pineapple punch flavor there were other flavors as well and amazon user ak specifically got the flavor groovy grape <laughs> ak titles their review horrible product and writes I can't believe this is being sold for children. I had my three-year-old rinse with it, and the first time I smelled his breath, it had a horrible chemical stench. I didn't realize it was the mouthwash until the second time. Then I tried it and confirmed it was from the mouthwash. This was my first experience with children's mouthwash. (laughs) I will make my own natural mouthwash that does Uh. not taste like poison. (laughs) I do not recommend. Bottle was returned immediately. One star. <laughs> a natural mouthwatch are you making in your home? You're going to mix baking soda with water? That's weird. Well, that was better than just like hawking in a kid's mouth. <laughs> come here, come here. Baby bird, baby bird. Man, I'm, I'm sad. Groovy grape tasted like fucking antiseptic fluid. <laughs> I'm going to make something that doesn't taste like poison. Ma'am, excuse me? What? Do you think you'd be able to identify poison if you tasted it? That wouldn't be a very good poison if you could. It, it wouldn't. That, that would kind of defeat the purpose and spit it out. And you wouldn't even wait 30 seconds for the tingling to start. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what... Because the, there's those poison tasters. Right? Were they tasting for poison? Or they, they would they just taste and then you'd watch them for a second? Yeah, yeah I think that's what it was. You, like they're... They're the, uh, I don't know, the safety net. If they keel over, oh, yeah, it's definitely poison. Definitely poison. That, you know, way that, you know, they ate a bad kielbasa earlier. Definitely poison in the wine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I saw, I saw, uh, Staphros down by the, by the Euro hut. Uh, I said, maybe you don't try that tzatziki sauce today. It looks a little, it's been sitting in the sun. He said, but of course I try. Uh, <laughs> So I don't know if there's poison in that Savlaki 
Or if Stavros just, you know, had the bubble guts. A good poison tester has to have a strict diet. <laughs> you don't want like, oh, is this the the wine I tried for the boss? Or yeah, is this, man, you is got this that tzatziki? You got a little bit of garlic stuck under your under your gum, and oh, so, whoa, whoa, something just hit me. I don't know what it was. Garlic flavored poison. That's one that, way to make a good poison. That guy, the the ice cream taste tester from that YouTube video, where he goes, he'd be fucking dead. <laughs> He, he, he has a strict poison. diet. He's like, I don't eat garlic. I don't eat onion because I need my, my sugar sweets to be on point. Really? What a man. That guy's amazing. How I dedicated. Mean, yeah. Dedicated to the to the lick. To never have a garlic bread ever again. So you could go. Oh. That's a 10. Cream. So you could look <laughs> at the camera and say cream. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah well there's all those true crime stories where the the wife is is poisoned with Gatorade and it's got antifreeze in it because antifreeze mm. is sweet that's the thing I gotta try some antifreeze you, you didn't, is that you true? didn't she didn't know that it was antifreeze poison because it was sweet or the the wife poisons the husband with something and it's mixed in his sports drink or something like that and they don't know. In uh, in the sixth sense, there's that one girl who's being poisoned by her mom to stay sick, but and it shows it on camera because she sets up a little camera to, to show her dad that it was her mom, and uh, but I always it, it sticks out in my mind as the bottle just in my my fucking cartoon brain just uh-huh. looks like uh you know a generic bottle with XXX <laughs> and a, a skull and crossbones on it yeah. that she's pouring into her soup. Yeah, right in the soup. The the point is that girl, you know, no one tasted that. It tasted like fucking alphabet soup, not yeah. not not crazy great mouthwash. The the one other thing that sticks out of this review for me is like she, I I don't know if it's a she. I'm assuming a she, because. Probably because of the the natural mouthwash. <laughs> I'm gonna make natural mouthwash. I don't see a I don't see dad aspiring to do that. But uh, where where she says the first time I smelled my kid's breath, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> do you go around? I guess I'm not a, I'm not a parent. I suppose if you're zipping their coat up, or or you're putting their shoes on, or you're making sure they're ready for you tucking them in. Maybe you're close enough to smell their breath and to know, ah, old Jimmy. It's kind of hard not to picture just like them grabbing their ch- kid by the chin, unhinging their jaw, and shoving their <laughs> nose in their mouth. I regularly check my child's breath for alcohol, poison, <laughs> any of the above. Uh. I live in Seattle. Things are <laughs> loose here. But... I do have very many not very fond memories. My mom could tell if I brushed my teeth or not from a fucking mile away. <laughs> so, and I, you know, no memories of my mom putting her nose in my mouth. Not even close. I'd be in my room across the house. She'd be cooking dinner. Brent, brush, did you brush your teeth today? God damn it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. It was... <laughs> I just ate some onions and garlic for lunch. Ruined my palate. <laughs> I know I'm not going to be an ice cream taster. Your life, your your dream is gone. My dreams. 
<laughs> if you want to like interrogate that guy, just hold him down and force feed him onions and garlic <laughs> to ruin his palate. Oh so no! He can't taste. Oh no! So he can't go cream anymore. <laughs> Creamy, smooth, buttery. <laughs> we're just no matter how much we talk about this review, we're always going to circle back to that guy that licking awesome. a spoon. That's why. That's why. Yeah, he's too cool. Oh, it's freaking break time. Holy, holy gee, I want to go eat some garlic. Yum, yum. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode and welcome to When Owners Attack. Ah. Uh. That's the sound you make when an owner attacks. <laughs> you get scared, but it's usually through the computer, so you're not uh, that scared. That's right, because these are owners we probably don't know. It's just what happens when we see reviews and we see responses from owners, and, and it's not that god-awful copy-paste, cookie-cutter, corporate-speak. It's an actual human with feelings, desire, hatred, passion, <laughs> any and all of the above. Lashing right back out. Yeah, usually the ones where the owners are just really mad about negative reviews. But we, we take all kinds. Dicks. Yeah, and by special request uh, from a certain co-host of mine, <laughs> this time it's going to be a bit different in tone. Ooh. So I have a TripAdvisor review. Been a while, been a while, TripAdvisor. How's your little owl hanging? <laughs> you think TripAdvisor's mad the Golingo Owls like so famous now? Probably. Like, Probably man, we pissed. had owls, owls forever, man. We're Is like we're like a decade ahead on that uh, graphic design owl thing, okay? <laughs> no one else had that going on. Anyway, this is a TripAdvisor review for a restaurant in Sligo, Ireland. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you assume... had to go far for these. I found this, yeah, I had to go far to find a positive owner, because <laughs> there are zero in the States. <laughs> I'm going to assume I'm pronouncing these these correctly. The name of the restaurant is Ila Bon Sligo, I assume, in Sligo, Ireland. And Graham367 of Sydney, Australia, reviews the restaurant, titling their review, titling his review, I, I've got the context clues to tell me, titling his review, Honesty not delivered, in all caps. Graham writes, My wife and I were visiting Sligo from Australia, and restaurant Ilaban was recommended to us for evening dining. 
Based on that recommendation, we decided to dine there on the only evening we were staying in Sligo. The food was quite reasonable. However, we were extremely disappointed to find that the operator lacked integrity. Ho, ho, ho! This comment is based on the fact that I accidentally left my windbreaker with eyeglasses in pocket. We only discovered this when we arrived at our next destination, so rang and spoke to the restaurant manager, Anthony Gray, who confirmed that the jacket was with them. Based on his agreement to forward the jacket to me, I emailed <laughs> details of my credit card to cover all costs to return the garment to me. When it did not arrive within a week or so, I re-emailed twice with no response. My wife and I have since returned to Australia, short of one jacket and one pair of glasses. Bottom line is food might be okay, but integrity is seriously lacking. He gives, he gives three circles for value, three for service, four for food. So it didn't, as far as we know, didn't affect the review too much. Not too much. He was still like, a, a decent place, but maybe that knocked a star off. So we have a response from our owner. Anthony G., owner at Ila Bonsligo, responded to this review. Dear Graham, I usually never respond to reviews, but have made an exception in your case. We are delighted you enjoyed your meal at multi-award winning restaurant here in Sligo, serving the finest local sourced ingredients on the very edge of the beautiful wild Atlantic way. I apologize that you forgot your jacket and glasses while dining with us. I apologize that I had not immediately sent your belongings back to Australia. I should have done a Joe 90 on it and hot-tailed it up to the local <laughs> post office and made your jacket a priority. But unfortunately, these things don't always happen the way you may have planned. I mean, I'm only trying to run two restaurants in the middle of summer while my manager, who I'm delighted to say is six months pregnant, but unfortunately is suffering, God bless her wee soul, and out of... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. Let me let me try and take that again. Maybe it'll flow better if I try a little awful accent. <clears throat> I mean, I'm only trying to run two restaurants in the middle of summer, while my manager, whom I'm delighted to say is six months pregnant, but unfortunately is suffering, God bless her wee soul, and out of work resting, which I insisted on. Having three children myself under the age of ten running around the house like gladiators and tearing to pieces <laughs> while not going to bed on time, rising like ninjas at dawn, I am what you might say just a little tired and a tad busy. I should have pushed this way up my priority list, but forgotten, while all of this is going on, I'm very busy busting a gut here and in the UK promoting my beloved Sligo. Why do I do this? I love my town, I love its people. I love every tourist that graces this beautiful part of the world and provides me and my staff with a living. People make mistakes and forget things just like you did with your possessions. But Ooh. to come on TripAdvisor and review me about my lack of postal skills, <laughs> honesty, and integrity beggars belief considering I never laid mince pie's eyes on you. <laughs> I mean you are butchering my name insofar as my forgetfulness, yet it was your forgetfulness that has us here. Pot... Kettle black. Google it. <laughs> wow. Finally, I just checked the weather forecast in your part of sunny Australia. I think I can drop the accent now. And I reckon you will be fairly safe insofar as your lack of windbreaker. <laughs> Jesus, it's roasting in your spot, boy. You lucky tuck. <laughs> just when I thought the accent wouldn't serve me anymore. 
Uh, your possessions are en route, you will be glad to know. And as far as my honesty is concerned, I'm not even going to charge your credit card for the post. Furthermore, next time you visit the beautiful Emerald Isle and my county, I'll bring you shopping locally for a new windbreaker. <laughs> as far as I see, it's a bit of a crime against fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you feel like writing a review for a restaurant, try to remember us for our qualities which we provide in the abundance of good locally sourced food, wine, atmosphere. At least that's what we hear consistently from our customers. So eventually when it cools down in Australia and you put on your windbreaker, <laughs> think of your honest Irish restaurateur who's full of integrity, but whom you never met and who goes... And who knows, you may even break into a smile and give your face a holiday. Until then, keep her lid. <clears throat> we make out of the quarrel with others rhetoric, but of the quarrel with ourselves, poetry. W.B. Yeats. Regards and good day, mate. Anthony Gray. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> you, you said nice, but there is a bit of uh, Midwest nice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, a bit of some some icy hot daggers being yeah, thrown yeah. throughout that beautiful language. This, this is a person who uh, fully understands that they are a person. Like I don't need to answer with corporate speak. Let me <laughs> be a human to this other human who didn't oh, know they were going to get a human. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it's it's so easy to uh, get disconnected with the the person on the other side of the screen. Yeah, they took it so far as they got disconnected with the with the people that they saw that day in the restaurant it's a bummer your glasses were in the jacket that that would ruin my life but i wear glasses in a way where they never come off my face you know what i mean i need them i would they should be grafted to me right right <laughs> just attached yeah i've never forgiven them so to me if you forgot your glasses in your pocket they might not be Super important glasses. Yeah, they're not critical to survival. Right. Neither is a windbreaker. <laughs> Neither is an <a laughs> ugly ass, gaudy Australian windbreaker. Your starter windbreaker from the nineties <laughs> for the Charlotte Hornets or something. Oh, they had a good color that that fucking wildberry pop tart color scheme, baby. <laughs> yeah, Feeling baby. Purple. <laughs> well, purple little turquoise. Give me that. Give me that all day long. Ooh, nothing but cool. Crispy waters out here in Charlotte. Even the bees are uh, wildberry pop tart colored. <laughs> I imagine it's much the same way in Australia. <laughs> Let this review serve as a reminder to everybody, you know, that everyone's got their struggles. You know, you, the only ones you see are your own most of the time. That's true. Yeah. There are people out there with their own life stories. Mm -hmm. And your attitude does matter. I, I just, I was thinking of our our not friend our enemy jason t of express tax appeals <laughs> uh -huh. and like the great lengths he went to to find not only i mean his business through his business he had personal details mm -hmm. on yelp reviewer matt m but he also went in matt m's yelp reviews and was like bashing him meanwhile uh anthony g the owner of this restaurant He's checking the weather in Sydney, Australia, <laughs> which is like, that's kind of strange. But the way he carries himself is so... He's doing it for good. So <laughs> laissez-faire. He's so light and free with it. He's like, hey, mate, check the weather. You're not going to need a windbreaker anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he posted the last four digits of his credit card number like that crazy uh, oh. Yelp dude was. Jason, what a 
cock. <laughs> I've got your socials right here. Make one more false review and it's over. Identity stolen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not ego, man. What's that profile picture? <laughs> Old Tony G seems like a real straight shooter. A real a real lovely salt of the earth kind of person. And, uh, you know, it's great. Repping his city. Took a moment to rep not just his restaurants. He didn't even mention his second restaurant. That's true. No. He just he, said he had another one. He said, I love I love the lovely people in my city and I love tourists that come in and give people this city, you know, their their livelihood. Yeah, that's reality. Mm-hmm. And even you though he was it. giving them, shooting the the, the icy hot stone <laughs> Irish yeah. daggers. Pod kettle black. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. It was from a place of love and respect. I really, I really felt like. Uh, right. The one phrase I forgot. Joe ninety should have done a Joe ninety on it. Uh, let me quickly refresh my memory with a quick Google. Ah, Joe ninety is a nineteen sixty eight to nineteen sixty nine British science fiction television series. Uh, follows the exploits of nine year old schoolboy Joe McLean, who becomes a spy after his adoptive father invents a device capable of recording expert knowledge and experience and transferring it into another human brain. Dang, the Matrix, but in 1968. Yeah. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> so, so Tony G's like, hey, sorry I didn't Johnny on the spot. Sorry I didn't <laughs> super spy ninja this to the post office. <laughs> like, lickety split, but brah. Two restaurant, three kids. My manager's pregnant, and I told her to take time off. And it sounds like just a guy. Yeah this this is all fresh in his memory. You know this. They did not give this dude any time to send out that freaking windbreaker from the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were waiting for their freaking taxi cab at the airport, and they were <laughs> clicking up Actually, the old the old TripAdvisor review. We don't know when when this stuff actually occurred. Okay, we kind of do. According to Graham, it says date of visit was June 2017. He wrote his review August 3rd, 2017, and Anthony responded the 5th of August, 2017. Yeah, give or take a month sans windbreaker and reading glasses. Death sentence. The other no- thing I know about them fucking farsighted motherfuckers <laughs> out there with their casual reading glasses. Uh-huh. They got hundreds of pairs, okay? They do. My expensive ass one of a kind, you know, custom whatever sanded lenses. These fuckers worth money. I my poor ass <laughs> has only had one pair of glasses at a time my whole life. My backups are the old ones that give me headaches, you know, for emergency. Yeah. yeah. Reading glasses? You can go to the dollar store and pick up any goddamn kind you want. You can. Get yourself a souvenir. Yeah, literally a dime a dozen. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you found me a hero. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy at heart. When owners vigilante is is this week's. (laughs) Yes. For justice. Speaking of vigilante justice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a review from Amazon for Pocket Artillery. Mini cannon military model kits, miniature metal scale replicas with pellets, ramrod, oh. and archaistic? I think okay. it's meant to supposed to be archaic. Box for present decoration collection. It is a little two inch tall mini cannon that shoots pellets. Cool. 
is what that thing is trying to say. This review is written by Charles Russell. He titles it, When They Say Many, They Mean Many. (laughs) He writes, This is a very fun little canon and is very well made. I didn't give it five stars for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's tiny. I mean really small. And because of this, it's not really possible to load it with enough powder to do more than a toss (laughs) a shot at something. While I wasn't expecting to blast through brick walls, it won't even go through cardboard at six inches. Also, its fuse hole is so small, it really doesn't fit the fuses that you can buy at most online outlets. That only go as low as, say, 1.8 millimeters. After playing with it, I had to go through about five fuses before I could get one to fit in the hole. But it looks great and is fun to play with. One note, it is an almost impossible to get black powder. I live in Denver, and even at ba- Bass Pro Shops, <laughs> Cabela's, and Sports and Warehouse, not to mention three or four gun shops, and no one had anything except black powder substitute for mother loaders, which oh. works but isn't as good. You can order it online, but most of the places you buy huge quantities and pay hazardous materials fees <laughs> and insist that you are home to sign for it. And do you really want a box of explosives being delivered to your (laughs) home or work? (laughs) So your $40 cannon will end up costing you an additional $75 to $100 once you buy the fuses and black powder if you want the real stuff. Just saying, I just went with imitation stuff and said, good enough, four stars. What what was the whole... (laughs) You could have saved us a a lot of review reading time. If you just said imitation black powder is good enough. You mean your average uh, Amazon review reader is not interested in the logistics of few sizes and how one might go about acquiring black powder? The pros and cons of black powder acquisition. (laughs) Let's lay the facts on the table, shall we? I mean, yeah, and then he could have just went to the, the conclusion. Black powder is a bit of a bitch to get, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> we all know it. Uh, everyone says it. <laughs> I, I've shot a black powder rifle, though, and, yeah. and I, I don't know whether or not it was legit black powder. I was I was but a oh. wee boy scout at the time. I can tell you, it, it made a big boom. Like, sure. Yeah. That's the good stuff. Not that I'm a gunhead or anything like that, but when you're at summer camp, you need to find a way to fill that time. <laughs> you need to. To get to the the core of this review, this guy wanted a weapon out of this two-inch-tall desk uh, trinket. Yeah. Not to go through brick walls or anything, just cardboard at seven <laughs> just, inches, maybe? Just cardboard. Even six? He's not, he's not satisfied puncturing paper targets. You know, this thing needs boring power, okay? This thing needs black powder in it. Oh, like he took the word replica very seriously. <laughs> it shocks me that this thing is even functional, frankly. <laughs> if you want a tiny, get a cap gun, get a BB gun, mm-hmm. get some some of the high tech Nerf guns. There are so many. Does it must it require fire and explosive powder? <laughs> is that what he gets off on? I, it's. I mean. <sighs> If you I, like when fire, I said two inches tall, this thing is the size of a freaking fun-sized 
Three Musketeers. Like you stand a stamp on its end and, and maybe you fire through the stamp. Maybe that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, it's unsettling to me that this man is going through such lengths to make this toy, <laughs> you know, do the damage that he desires. He's got he's got that carnal urge, but it's 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 an ever so tiny carnal urge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, ladies, I I got a dark side. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not like a whole side. It's just like it's just like a pinky. It's just like well, it's just like the little underside of my butt cheek. It's just a little bit of me that's dark. Check out my tiny artillery collection. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tiny trebuchet. <laughs> so what? Uh, before you ask, it is imitation black powder. Sorry, I don't want bombs delivered to my house. Not because it wouldn't be cool, but because I'd have to be here to sign for it. When he finds his soulmate, it's going to be a girl that says, well, you're in luck, and pulls out a tube filled with black powder <laughs> from her back pocket. I keep it around just in case. This was my grandfather's black powder. <laughs> I want you to use it so you can shoot through your little cardboard cutout of Bin Laden. Do it. Do it for America. That's what he would have wanted. <laughs> we'll leave this little spot with a quick review from Amazon customer for the same product. Okay. Uh, they write, what showed up looks nothing like the photos and videos. This one is way smaller, and there are no wheels. We'll be returning. One star. No wheels? How will you possibly move it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you gotta get some heavies out there yeah, to push gotta, that sucker around. Gotta get some mini horses to... to <laughs> <laughs> drag it. <laughs> Drag that sucker over. We want a flanking maneuver. Come on. Oh. Get that thing. Bust it. It's too small, but still too heavy to pick up. <laughs> Bad combo. Do you have a review? I have an Amazon review for a movie called Spider-Man No Way Home by Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the 4K Ultra High Definition Edition. And... <laughs> I forgot this guy's name, too. <laughs> this comes just from, uh, all caps, <clears throat> the Ultimate Pizza Manual 2.0 fan, who happens to be an Amazon top contributor for photography. Okay. Good for them. He loves pizza, manufacturing manu manuals, photography, a real jack of all uh, trades, a real renaissance man yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Pizza Manual fan titles their review. Zzz, that's a bunch of Z's. Sle sleepy sound. Should I snort? <laughs> there we Is go. it over yet? <laughs> and writes, one of the worst movies of the year? No. One of the worst <laughs> movies ever. Literally put me to sleep. I loved Homecoming and Far From Home, so I was so looking forward to No Way Home. I even paid $20 to buy it instead of renting it, as I bought the previous two after renting them. Boring as all get out. We would have stopped the playing of it, but we had a guest who wanted to see it through in case it got better. 
It got worse and worse, <laughs> even on my 12-foot screen. Time and money I will never get back. But thanks to me, they got richer. But I will <laughs> never again buy before viewing. One star. Man, who web slang in this guy's cereal? Jeez hey, Louise. Got a little skeet skeet up in his face. <laughs> I try to push my personal opinion aside for at least a minute. To, yeah, get, okay. to get to the absurdity of the review. But I cannot help but say, for a, for a superhero movie fan, for a mm-hmm. superhero fan, for a movie fan, No Way Home was just such a celebration of what's fun about movies to me. Yeah, yeah, like a, a cinema fan, a world, a, a cinematic world building fan. Yeah, it just was good, clean, popcorn chewing, you know, giggle, giggle bone whacking, heartstring pulling fun. <laughs> To me, and I, I, I just don't, I can't understand how he didn't get some of that feeling without having just, like we said, yeah. attitude is everything. Just having if, a shit attitude about it for some reason. But if you loved Homecoming and Far From Home, right? like what would you right. not love about this? I have some friends who just, Spider-Man's not their, their hero. Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies aren't their fave. And they're just kind of eh on them. I can understand that, you know. You're not a web sl- you're not a web head. No, <laughs> such as myself. Your head is not covered in webs, such as I. But to to love those two, to love Tom Holland's Spider Man, and not get a bunch from so many so many of the the character the uh, the threads from the other movies as far as the character writing going are are continuing tied up in the movie. So I, I, yeah. I don't I don't really know. Beautiful, beautiful achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The the thing that that must have stood out to me more than anything else. It got worse and worse, even on my 12 foot screen. <laughs> I just I wish they went into details. What was missing from this one that the other ones didn't have? Maybe you know. know too many villains. There's a lot of villains, but... The yeah. Sinister Six is such a a Spider-Man staple. And it's not like it drags. Didn't drag. It really, I felt, was short for a modern... Not Venom short, which is a sort of different story, but it was short for an MCU mainline movie, for sure. For all they had in it. it yeah, it, it did not feel long, that's for sure. It wasn't a, a Batman. Something in the way. <laughs> okay, here's the question. Here's the question. If you, like the Ultimate Pizza Manual 2.0 fan, mm-hmm. had a guest at your house and you were watching a movie and you're like, bruh, I'm done with this. This movie straight up sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm done. It's putting me to sleep, Donnie. <laughs> Not that Donnie. <laughs> I don't know if that Donnie could sit and watch a movie. <laughs> But but if you had a bro named Donnie, he's like, yep. bro, Donnie, he's got a bucket hat on. <laughs> uh-huh. Got a bucket hat on, eating pork Donnie, rinds. Put down your <laughs> put down your <laughs> your white claw for a second. Uh, I'm done. I'm straight up done with this movie. I'm over it. I literally just fell asleep and you didn't even notice, man. Mm-hmm. And Donnie's like, dude, I want to see if it gets better. Sure. And you're like, Don's, bro, you're a guest in my household. <laughs> This condo is, I'm leasing it right now, okay? <laughs> My grandma pays rent. It's mine, okay? 
<laughs> you see that? You see that neon <laughs> clock? Okay, that tells me it, it's it's beer. It's Tony's, <laughs> Tony's beer cave, beer o'clock. Uh, bro, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. Would you give in to Donnie wanting to see more? Like, I that that Midwest nice that you referenced. Would you be that hospitable host? Yeah, who's like, all right. Well, I'll just say. Yeah, I'd let the guests finish the movie. It sounds like I picked the fucking movie, so I, you know, I made my bet. I got to lay in it. But I guess it sort of depends on the vibe. Is is Donnie vibing with me, making fun of the movie? Oh, because you can you can turn a bad fun. movie situation yeah. into a fun friend comedy event. Oh my goodness, we're super psycho sweet sixteen. Were you in on the watching the impromptu <laughs> watching party of that? <laughs> Cinematic masterpiece. Uh, I I remember some J1A impromptu crappy movie watchings. Yes. I definitely got it. Sharknado. I'm pretty sure I watched with the gang, some stuff like that. But wow. I, I I think I remember the legacy of Super Sweet Sixteen, okay. but not the not oh. the actual watching. Maybe it was just me and Joe. Joe had to explain to me like. No, this is funny because it's bad. And I was like, it's, okay. it's funny because it's bad. It's because we yeah. were saying, what would happen if, like, she got beheaded while she was on roller skates? And then the lady comes out and, and the murderer comes up and cuts her head off. And we're like, yeah, that's great. But then you see the decapitated. You see, you see things from the head's point of view as it's <laughs> spinning through the air. And we're like, Yes. It was like we were writing the bad movie as it happened. <laughs> the one I do remember is that that Turkey Day slasher movie. <laughs> oh no! Thanks killing. Thanks killing. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> Joe watched that multiple times. He watched it and he like had to show me. <laughs> I don't want to think about that movie. I I am I was conspicuously away from my my mic for a second. They're trying not to to utter. Utter the phrase that I have in my head. I know what it is, and I'll utter it. So Joe told me, he's like, check out the bullet points here about this movie. The uh, (laughs) most prominent bullet point was that there is full boob in the first (laughs) second of the movie, the first frame. That's the bullet point I was thinking of. (laughs) You can't get that bullet point out of your head. It's just like, Uh, oh, you know what kind of sick slop that this fucking piece of shit's going to be? That it was, good God, it was. It is literally for the audience. Th- thanks, killing. If the, that's the right title, is yep. about a turkey killing a bunch of people on Thanksgiving, and the turkey has like a dirty '90s boy mouth. <laughs> you know, like Bart. If Bart Simpson was thirty and edgy, it's not unlike the Jack Frost horror movie in that way. And but the other thing is the turkey is shown quite often. And it is literally like a Triumph the Insult comic dog level quality puppet. Yes. Doing all these murderings. And for some reason, the origin story, or at least the the first time we see it, it, is in Pilgrim Times with the topless Pilgrim lady running. It's still got like a 90s skater kid accent back in the Pilgrim days. What a piece of dreck. Dross, yeah. garbage. Yeah. That's that's the one. It's trying a little too hard to be bad, right? You know. It's, I think so. I'm all for B movies that laugh at themselves. That's it's just a little. It gets a little heavy after a while. <laughs> but I think we found ourselves at the end of the episode here. Wow! Here wow. we are. Here we are. Thank you. 
family, friends, for listening to Review Party 97, making it to the end. That makes you a part of the Real Ones Club. Ooh, 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 ooh. Welcome. Real Ones Gather Round. Let me tell you some things. The take, first a knee. Th- take a take knee. A- <laughs> take a knee. Grab a grab a, an orange slice out of the... <laughs> Out of the cooler there. Thanks to Nate's mom for bringing those by. Thanks, Mrs. G. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, hey, we got new episodes of this piece of trash every <laughs> Tuesday. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day, because this podcast is about reviews. I think I forgot to mention that in the beginning. If you'd like to send an absurd review for us to muse over to make some funny ha-has, we would love to see it. Uh, send an email with a hyperlink, a screenshot to that review of that review to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include your name. We can throw you credit. You can also send it over on social media. The, the hip kids like to do that sometimes. They send that email stuff, Gramps. <laughs> I'd like to send you a review about that, jokester. And then they send it on Instagram. And we appreciate that, too. Uh, Matt, mm-hmm. tell us about that. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ReviewParty.com. I know you may have never heard of these things, but trust me, they are very real and very hip. In fact, I saw a segment on the on the Letterman show about them. Uh, and Dave Letterman got up there and his teeth started talking and they said, follow ReviewParty.com uh, on Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. Dave Letterman looked like a Five Nights at Freddy version of himself. <laughs> He did. He did. It was the darndest. It's a miracle of modern medicine that he's that they could get that beard off of his face. Yeah, no kidding. That thing was coming alive. <laughs> it's a bit of a bit of an Orbeez versus beard <laughs> when two titans meet. Yeah, that's like four uh, sequels down the line when they really. What? How are we gonna get yeah, some butts in the seats? Sharknado Five. Beard NATO. Uh, uh, you can also go to reviewparty.com.com. That is our website. You can find all the episodes there as well as every single place to listen. You're already listening at a place, I take it, unless you're standing like outside of a of a radio shack and this is just playing on a boombox for I some like reason. I like to uh, listen to my podcast in the void. Maybe you're in the void. Uh, if not, check out reviewparty.com.com where you have a stable internet connection. All the episodes. The shop. The blog. Please, Lord, 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 have mercy <laughs> on the amount of facts you can find there. But you wonder, wow, I, oh my God, IMDb is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Goodreads is pretty cool. Did you know they're both owned by Amazon? Dun, you dun, would dun. if you read the blog. <laughs> I hope we're owned by Amazon someday. <laughs> yeah, that would be strange, but kind of cool. Lucrative. How long would it take them to censor the old episodes? That's what I'd be waiting for. Uh, not long. <laughs> Just like old Joe, old Joey Rogan. Don't worry, you know it's going to be exactly the same. A few minutes later, <laughs> all them old episodes getting pulled. Let's go! Can't wait. Uh, I got a finisher about food right here. Oh, but before I get to it, almost <gasps> forgot. Could never do it though. Could. Nosebleeds. That band, they play some ripping tunes. They got a show coming up in Oshkosh. If you live in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, keep, keep an eye out for that. If you live in a, uh, chances are you live in a much less crappy place. So we are going to let you know you can find them on Spotify anywhere in the world, uh, except the probably a few countries where it's banned. Search Nosebleeds, one word. The jam in our show is Bread for Breakfast, if you want to hear that one. But they're all 
jammers. All right, I've got a review to finish us off this week. It is a review from Google Reviews. It is a review for Arby's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Justin Treachell writes, I visited tonight and the service was pretty darn good. However, I would say about half the time I order from here, it is bad. I really like Arby's and I wish they provided better service. Three stars. Keep giving them your love. Somebody has to. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't sound like a toxic relationship at all. <laughs> <laughs>